going to be a podcast full of mispronounced words. It's no different than normal. <laughs> but there are words that I should probably know. But I don't. That's okay. Okay. You're right. I do have so many notes, Christy. <laughs> and I'm so bad at reading. Why do I do this? I don't know. It's cute, though. Glutton for punishment. We always have really good um, information, though. It's true. It's true. Hello, our beautiful darklings. I'm Christy Kroll with Auditities and Clitorosities podcast. Here with the ever tattooed and employed Ashley Lynn. Hi. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm fabulous because we actually have a guest here with us today, our friend Brandy. She's sitting in on our recording session. So if you hear little giggles and such from the corner, that's our friend. Hi. Oh, hey, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, today is an episode that we have been just on the edge of our broomsticks for. Yes. What are we talking about? We're talking about witches. Witches. Witch better have my candy. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christy, Christy. Okay, so we wanted to kind of, um, since we're getting closer to October, start talking about creepy Halloween shit. And um, witches are very near and dear to me because I am a practitioner. I love doing stuff like this. Um, you know, it's a fucking journey, man. Like, you're always discovering new things. Always learning new things. I have things. a lot of new, I have a, a lot of friends. Oh, yeah. We also have Raptor here with us Still again. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a lot of friends that, you know, practice as well. Um, do we believe that we can fly through the night? No, absolutely not. Unless you're astral projecting, but that's not necessarily witchcraft. And it's not your physical body. You know, like, so this is all, um, you know, the practice of, um, magic and witchcraft is, uh, the movement and the manipulation of energy, um, so yeah, it's it. There's definitely the cartoony version, and then there's the real life version. So we're gonna talk about some shit. We don't all just you know wiggle our noses like Samantha and twinkles right. happen, and our mother-in-law is an ape or whatever. Right? Did you say an ape? An ape. Interesting. Wait, I hold on. Okay, what? like explain. On Bewitched. Okay. Whenever like they were always turning people into other animals. Yeah. Yeah, an ape was just, I don't know, it starts an with an A. turned it into? I don't remember if it ever turned anyone into an ape. I know Darren was lots of animals over okay. the course of the show. But yeah, I do kind of wish I could do that, though. There's a lot of people that I wish could be in animal form. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you hear any robotic scraping, that's my automatic litter box going <laughs> off. <laughs> because an, we're fucking legit. <laughs> at an legit. ideal... <laughs> an ideal time. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, let's start talking witches. Start, ready? start us off. All right, so the word witch was also spelt W-I-C-C-A or W-Y-C-C-A in Old English, and it was also originally masculine. Um, so the witches and warlocks thing was kind of like made up by Hollywood. Um, I did do a lot of research, and 
apparently some people don't like being called warlocks. They all prefer to just the blanket term witches. Yeah, I'm in a lot of groups on um, social media, and there are people that will actually get, like, insulted by being called a warlock. Like, it's almost a derogatory term. Right, right. And, And I think that's because it puts, like... A gender... The pretend. I think it... No, I think it's because it puts that pretend factor on it. You know, and we yeah. have so much pushback anyways from um, the general fucking public that just think we're crazy and collect rocks. Um, but they're beautiful rocks. <laughs> I collect rocks and dead things. Like, but I have a reason <laughs> to and whatever. Anyways. Um, so, the folk linked to witchcraft, um, to the English words wit, wise, and wisdom... That's where it came from. Um, the Germanic root white, weight, and wit. So rude. Indo European root weed. I can't do that one. Oh my god. But, anyways, so I can't, I can't pronounce the other words, and he's making me lose my train of thought. Um, so it comes from English, German, and Indo European, and it basically means um, the craft of the wise. The wise. Yes, is essentially what, um, you know, witchcraft meant was craft of the wise. Witches were actually celebrated um, way back before the 1500s um, because they would take usually the oldest female in the village. She was in charge of the healing and any doctoring, so on and so forth. And so if somebody was sick, they would go to the village witch to help cure them, right? Um so, it wasn't until the Malleus, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this word, Malleus Malficarum. Um, yeah, I had that for breakfast. Which translated into the Hammer of Witches. Um, it was basically, it was written by a Catholic clergyman, um, Mr. Kramer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it was first published in the German city of Speyer in 1486. Um, so what happened with this book is it was the most sold book in that time frame, um, even over the Bible. Oh, wow. So it was basically nothing but slandering witches, um, making up, like, if they had a birthmark, they were a witch, or because it was the mark of the devil. A sixth finger on one hand. Exactly. Like, there were so many different things, how to identify a witch, how to um, convince somebody to, uh, or how to have somebody interrogate them to convince, or to say that they were a witch. Um, the different tortures that were to be used. Um, if you tied a rock around their ankle and dropped them in a river. If they drowned, they weren't a, writ, uh, weren't a witch. But if they were able to make it up to the top, they were a witch. So either way, you know... You're a witch. You killed them. So yeah, either way, you die. Who hurt this guy? Um, Catholicism. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no offense, folks. No sorry. offense. I'm sorry. That was... My filter came off of my face. <laughs> um... Yeah, that happens. It's so, fine. It's fine. I think we lost all the Catholics at our exorcism episode anyway. <laughs> it's fine. So what made them start, what made him actually write this book was um, the suspicion of modern medicine due to the beliefs about illnesses being due to witchcraft. So, um, which actually a lot of countries believe today. They think that um, HIV, AIDS, and Ebola 
were what were caused by witches. Um, they also thought tuberculosis, leprosy, ep- epilepsy, um, and the uh, it's a um, it says the common severe bacterial brulee ulcer, but I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, but like basically, you're all of it. Your smallpox, leprosy, TB, all that. They all thought that witches brought that on. So because they didn't understand it. So ridiculous. Well, but we do it today. You always need to find somebody to blame. People think I don't. I don't want to say that I do. I'm just saying, anything that bad that happens, you have to find somebody to blame. It's just so, human nature. So, like now, the modern equivalent is people blaming the uh, coronavirus on TikTok witches. Right. Right. They're Still like witches hexing the moon. Right. I mean, it's just. It's completely ridiculous. Or like in Christianity, whenever they, um, you know, blame the Antichrist or the non-believers or that reminds me of fucking uh, Candy Mountain where (laughs) he's like, shun the non-believers. Shun. 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 Okay. Back on track. (laughs) Fuck. That went way off the fucking rails. All right. Oh my gosh. So... (laughs) Yay. <laughs> Don't say it, Christy. <laughs> Don't say it. So, the Salem witch trials occurred in colonial Massachusetts. I cannot believe I said that word the I first time. I was just about to myself. say, I'm glad you're the one that said it Massachusetts. and not me over here with the list. But I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. Oh, try cool. it. Oh, don't do that to me. Oh, Christy. Oh, Ashley. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts. Oh, I'm so proud of yeah. you. If I break it down, I can do it. You have that sexy little, like, after your words. I'm like Lilith. Right. Lilith, her snake, not Lilith, the actual Lilith. I mean, the actual Lilith I mean, might I'm, do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, she might have a lisp. That makes me feel better about it. If <laughs> Lilith has she a lisp. She's a sensual, sexy lisp. <laughs> sensual, sexy. Sensual. All right. That's what we were saying. Fucking shit. It's a good day. It is a good day. We're all in a great mood here. It's great energy. (laughs) Um, So, Salem Witch Trials occurred in colonial Massachusetts between 1692 and 1693. Did you know it only went for a fucking year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. More than 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft, quote, the devil's magic, and 20 were executed. Eventually, the colony admitted that the trials were a mistake and compensated the families of those convicted. So, it from what I gathered and where I looked it up is what happened is there was this little girl or this these two sisters that started acting weird. And, um, and we said it before in the exorcism one where it was probably mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, they started acting erratic, convulsions, stuff like that. I've also read somewhere that it was, um, due to a, uh, fungus on the bread. Right. Exactly. Something so, like that. but they ha- always have to find somebody to blame and medical science wasn't a big thing back then. So they're gonna, and it's hard to admit that. You know, whenever you're in a certain belief system where everything happens for a reason, um, such as, you know, Christianity, that, (laughs) whisper it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just feel like I'm going to 
offend the fuck out of a couple people. We love you, even if you are Christian or Jewish or Muslim mm-hmm. or, uh, like, everybody. We love you, and we support you and your decisions, and we hope you support us and ours. And we don't... We don't say these things to, like, pick people out as individuals. We we speak out of just... Fight it. Get it. Whatever you're trying to say, get it out, because I don't have it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For me personally, sometimes jokes like that are a coping mechanism for traumas that I... Correct. Um, we all know the jokes that I make. ...dealt with in, uh, in attending churches in my youth. And um, it's just... It's lighten up! <laughs> <laughs> and that's what when a Libra gets frustrated. She <laughs> says it like a cute-ass Disney princess, and she's like, gosh! Just lighten up! Man, Darn everybody it. just love everybody! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. You love me. It's... It's fine. Moving on. <laughs> so, prosecutions of the crime of witchcraft reached a high point from 1580 um, to 1630 during the Counter-Reformation and the European Wars of Religion. So this was over in Europe. Um, when an estimated... This number hurts, right? When an estimated 50,000 people were burned at the stake. Um, roughly 80% were women. And most often over the age of 40. 50,000 50,000. Can you imagine, like, you are having, like, bad cramps that month, and so you're a little bit bitchy. Oh, she's a witch! Right, and, like, whenever, like, okay, so one of the things that they would do during these trials and whenever they were looking over you is they would literally strip these women down, and they would look for anything. A mole, a fucking freckle in the right spot, a birthmark. birthmark shaped a certain way. Right, and if you had this, you were fucking, you were burned at the stake. All because somebody was freaked out and conspiracy theorists. So even then, body theorists. positivity wasn't a thing. Like even right. then, people were so concerned with, oh, does she have any any, any blemishes, any imperfections? Oh, any... she does. She must be a witch, right? Or like they would torture these people. Um, it's so sad. I mean, it, it, oh, there's one that's like a head clamp that has like spikes. There's like two spikes on the front and one spike in the back. And they would literally just go in and tighten this clamp every once in a while until these people, like, admitted that they were witches because they wanted the torture to stop. There was one woman that actually wrote to her husband um, and told him that he needed to go do a specific thing for her while she was still in, like, in prison being tormented um, because she was trying to say that she was, to make it stop, she was actually saying, fine, I'm a witch, whatever, kill me, like, I can't take this anymore. They didn't believe her, so they were saying, like, prove it. She wrote a letter to her husband asking him to do something. It was like, kill the neighbor's cows or something like that, just so she could prove that she, or prove, quote-unquote, that she could do it. Um, so they would quit fucking torturing her, and they would just kill her. And in the letter, she was like, I'm sorry, I love you, I can't do this anymore, like, it, everything hurts. Because, I mean, they would either die being tortured, or they would die once they said that they were a witch, and they were burned or hanged. So, it's like there was no gray area. It's like the minute you were accused or suspected, it was a death sentence either way. Like, there was no proving that you weren't one. They were just like, no, you are. We're just trying to get our 
Jollies. Now, burning at the stake um, happened uh, exclusively in Europe. Um, Salem, they would hang them, mm-hmm. or they would die during, um, in, uh, in uh, what's the word? Interrogations. So, um, ugh. Now, yeah. there are, I know, my poor body is breaking. Um, so... At least you don't have, like, two spikes in the front of your forehead and one spike in the I would have been fucking, like, I, there's no way I could have lived in that time. Because between my mouth and the shit that I already do anyways, like, they wouldn't even have to interrogate me. They'd be like, oh, fuck it, hanger. And then I would giggle and be like, oh, thanks. Okay. Can you do it hard? Can you pull my hair first, please? That'd be great. <laughs> do we have to use rope? I know. Can we use the sad one instead? It would be better on my neck. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Blindfold me first. (laughs) Don't listen to my safe words. Just ignore me. (laughs) Witches and kinks and figs crossover. Oh, we need to do another one of those because that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. I feel like we talk about how fun it was every episode. That's how fun it was. I know. That's why we need another. And you blushed the whole time. I did. And even afterwards, like, after Omar listened to it, he's like, you shared a lot more than I thought you were going to. Right. I was, I listened to it again the other day, and I was so proud. I was like, <laughs> Christy. Because, I mean, what you shared was, I mean, it was definitely intimate, and I'm, I'm very proud of you. Good job. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, just like I said in the Betty Page episode, or Petty Page, excuse me. Like <laughs> you I said, like I did that? Yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> like I said in uh, Petty Page, like, sex is just natural, and I'm just trying to you know, be more natural about it. Right, right. Um, I do kind of like that, um, you know, we're talking about this episode because whenever I was outside getting ready mentally for the episode, something kind of like jumped into my head and I don't know why I feel the need to share this, but I feel like I have to. Um, so, you know, in Kinks and Figs, how I made a comment about the paddle that I hold in my purse, right? And like the the how it would help me come out of anxiety attacks mm-hmm. and um at some point recently I did feel like it still kind of had a hold on me and I just needed to let it go um so I want to kind of tell just anybody that's listening to this if you feel like you're holding on to something that you need to just let go don't be scared um because if you trust the universe uh just do what you need to do let it go and it'll I mean, the universe will catch you. So don't let something hold you back from something just because you're used to it. Just because it's been there for a while. Because it's comfortable. Exactly. Um, Follow your intuition. Right. If you feel the need to burn that ex's shirt or (laughs) (laughs) with or without them in it, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, but if you, you want to add a steak, right? Like if you if you feel the need to like let go of something from the past, um, just to give you a clear thought, then do so. I think it's a good idea. I don't know why I shared that, but I have a pull to it, so I'm gonna. No, I think it's great. Say it. Like I, I mean, like I just told our darklings, you know, follow that intuition. Exactly. I've found over the course of my, um, I guess my life as a whole, but mostly my adulthood. Yeah. That the more I listen to my intuition, the stronger it becomes. Yes. Yes, so. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Aquarians, we're just guided solely on intuition. Mine, a lot of this time, just says, fuck it. Aquarius Throws is my caution to the wind and just fucking goes, you know? Um, all right. 
enough of the heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Enough. I of don't heavy think shit. it was heavy. I think it was beautiful. Well, <laughs> thanks. Raptor agrees. So does Coraline. <laughs> also, as an Aquarius, I don't do emotions, so we're gonna move on. So, <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Shut up, Christy. My moon sign is Aquarius. Okay. Okay, and I'm like the most emotional person you know. It's because you're a Libra. Well, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> you and my little sister. Shout Casey's out to Casey. Casey's not Libra. She's a Cancer, but, I mean, still. She's just emotional. It's okay. I know. Love emotional. you for it, but don't worry. Okay, so, um, fun fact I love ready? fun facts. Is this the fun fact? This is the fun this fact. This is the fun fact. Okay, so I told Christy that she was not allowed to look this up um, because it's one of my favorite fun facts to share about witches um, because it, it, it fucking, it just makes me laugh and y'all are going to know the second I say why. Okay, so brooms. Witches and broomsticks, you know, every time you see something, you all, <laughs> I see that look. Every time you see something um, like cartoony or whatever, you see a witch flying across the moon on a broomstick, right? That actually stems from something. Tell me. I have told a few people that are like, oh, yeah, I know. And then I'll tell them, they're like, oh, that's not what I was told. I'm like, yeah. So what happened was um, Shakespeare actually made famous this particular brew that would make you hallucinate. Right? So the brew had a mixture of... Deadly Nightshade, uh, Henbane, Mandrake Root, and Jimson Weed. And so they would make up this brew, right? Who did this? Shakespeare? Shakespeare. Like, this is this was the norm. Like, this was kind of like how people do molly and acid now or shrooms and shit. Gotcha. Um, this was kind of the norm. Um, but most people would do it and rub it into their armpits. Because here's the thing is you could not ingest it. You couldn't ingest it because the second it hit your liver, you would... Um, expunge all of your bowels oh and yeah so you would shit yourself and puke and your tripping balls so So. it's not so much like mollies but more like poppers right right so what they would do is most people would put it in their armpits right well these groups of young adult women found out that if you inserted it vaginally or Uh anally it actually worked better. Uh, right. So they would go into the middle of the woods because where else do you have fantastic trips but in the middle of nature, right? So, and they would rub this brew on their broomstick and eat that. That's, that's, they would insert the brew and they would fly high on their fucking broomsticks, literally, because that's. Uh, I. I have, a, I have a broom by my front door. Oh, yeah? That I cannot look at the same. <laughs> <laughs> like your friend's blue couch. <laughs> <laughs> right. The things I learned from you are just beautiful. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I wonder what kind of sensation that had. Do you think it was tingly? I mean, you want to grab your broom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not talking about the broom. I'm oh. talking about the... Let's say we can find out. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm talking about the mixture. Take a deep breath. Relax. I'm talking about the Shakespearean shroom tea. Whatever it was. I'm sure the... it was like shroom tea. <laughs> <laughs> Christy's lost all of her thoughts right now because I'm having her all flabbergasted. Just so y'all know. <laughs> I just... I can't form words. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. It's been like that for me for the past... Like... <laughs> 
good month or so. Hmm. So, don't you fucking worry. All right. Mm. What kind of witch are you? What kind of witch could you be? Well, Would you be? Um, well, eh. I've got different, I mean, I guess as a whole, I guess most would consider me eclectic. The fact that I, well, technically I'm still in the broom closet, but I'm kind of like tiptoeing out of the broom closet. Right. So whenever I asked that, I realized, yeah, I just outed you, but I can also edit that. It's okay. You cool. can out me. If anyone's going to out closet, me, baby. if anyone's going to out me, it's going to be you. Right. Because I have a big fucking mouth. <laughs> So, um, most would probably consider me eclectic just because I do take a lot of what I do from different, um, different elements of different practices. Um, I do find that I tend to lean more towards Kitchen Witch. Right. Um, just because I'm really big on, um, putting intention into, um, like the food that I make and that I share with people and blessings on my home and, blessings on friends' homes and cleansing of energies, um, just making everywhere feel, everywhere I go needs to be a safe space for me. And so everywhere I go, whether it's a friend's house or a Starbucks, has a really good energy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'd I'd say probably Kitchen Witch or Hearth Witch, they kind of go hand in hand, but as a whole, um, most would consider me eclectic just because I do take a lot of elements from different... So, I um, have been kind of figuring out, like, where I fit, right? Because for the longest time, I just focused on um, my clairvoyance. And I wanted to do... I wanted to do more because I know I can do a lot with that. Yes. Um, so I've been researching not necessarily types of witches because then you categorize yourself and you get stuck. Exactly. Right? That's so, why I... Like I just said, I'm just kind of all over the place with it. Right, right. So... Um, I have realized that it's definitely because I didn't realize that not everybody, I didn't realize everybody doesn't do this until probably like six months ago whenever I was cleaning my house and, um, like, I don't know, I clean my house and I sage it and I recharge it and I didn't realize everybody like didn't do that. I thought everybody did that. Like, that's why you turn on some music and you just zone out and you put, like, that positive, like, cleaning and tensions on it and, like, getting everything fucking clean and not stagnant and, you know? I think that a lot of times, um... So I would also be Kitchen Witch. Yeah, Kitchen Witch. I think that a lot of times people associate witchcraft with Wicca and... Yes. While you can be Wicca and not be a witch, you can also be a witch and not be Wiccan, or you can be a Wiccan witch. Right. Um, Wiccan is a religion. And so I think that a lot of times whenever people think of witchcraft, they think, oh, you're worshipping a deity, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. Right. And that's not always necessarily true. Correct. And so I feel like a lot of people probably do perform witchcraft without even realizing it. Whenever they're you know, doing their morning routines of doing, um, like their cup of tea and then doing some yoga and just having like that moment of meditation, mm-hmm. like you're bringing that calmness to you. That could be considered witchcraft. Um, like you said, whenever you're cleaning and you're, you know, putting the, doing all the pretty lemon smells and putting in that bright, happy energy. It's like people probably don't realize that whether you consider it witchcraft or not, it's still magic. Right. So here's the thing that I'm going to say that people are not going to agree with, but I don't care. 
Um, whenever I was talking to our mutual Pentecostal friend, right, yes. a long time ago, I had asked her, um, somebody had asked, one of my grandmothers were really sick, and she was all like, do you mind if I pray for you? Absolutely not. Go for it. Because you're pushing good out there. However you do it, that's what I need, right? Like, you can absolutely pray for me. So she was saying, and that's what I was telling her. Well, she had made a comment. She was like, okay, so, like, how do you push out good vibes or good energy? And I was like, well, it all kind of starts with meditation. Um, You relax and you breathe. And I didn't want to get into anything, like, in detail with her. But I was. I was telling her doing all this, and she was like, oh, well, that's kind of what I do whenever I pray. And I'm like, exactly. Except I don't believe that there's one fairy in the sky. Like, I use elements and use the energy of the earth and, Mm -hmm. like, manipulate that. And so I do think prayer can be considered a form of fucking witchcraft. (laughs) So all of you motherfuckers that have issues with it, you're performing fucking witchcraft. You're focusing on something so intently that you need, that you want, that you think you need, that you think you want. Um, You know, good energies and vibes for other people. Um, Stuff like that. Like, you're you're doing that. Like, you're doing... That's moving energy, you know? A lot of times, though, I feel like people are scared of that... Um, possibility of them putting something into, like, them manifesting something. Like, I feel like they need that higher power to uh-huh. um, thank and praise right. and because it's that scary nature. to know that you're on your own. Yes, right. Um, I had I had gotten into an argument with a Facebook friend that I have, I know I've known her for years. Like, we went to high school together, and she got on Facebook, and I am very big on. Um, I have, a, I have a lot of pride, but I'm really big on, um, you know, being proud of the things that you do, right? Giving congratulations where it's due, um, you know, being being proud of your efforts. So she was, she was clean. She had been clean for like two years. She was on the road to recovery. She was doing really good, and she had made the comment of, um, I think she fell off, and she had made the comment of like, Oh, you know, I just need to give everything over to God and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was doing so good. And I kind of told her, I was all like, I said, you know, I almost said her name. I was like, you know, it's not, it's not that. Like, you did that. You know, like, you made it two years. It's not some fairy in the sky. You know, it's not some other fucking being. Like, you did that. Your willpower did that. You could do it again. Like, just dig down and do it because you're a bad bitch. Like, you can do it again. And she got mad. Mad, mad. Thank you. She did. <laughs> mad. I'm mad. Um, yeah, and she, she deleted me off of Facebook. I saw her on Snapchat. She did. She deleted oh. me off of Facebook. Um, so, I don't... It is scary to let go. I know whenever I made the... Um, I accepted the fact that I don't believe in a single God. And, um, you know, the whole story of Jesus Christ and everything like that. It was fucking terrifying because then I realized I don't have a path I do but I don't like I mean shit doesn't happen for a reason like people die just because they die and like because I had the little brother that passed away like he didn't die because God had a plan for him and he's floating around in heaven doing all this stuff like 
Um, that was hard. Um, but I don't know where that soapbox came from. But I'm on it. Take no, me off of it. Coraline just like curled up in a little Easter egg behind you. Right. Because I need and it. She's like, let me let me calm this. Right. And calm she's this. Crying like a son of a bitch. But no. <laughs> so anyways, completely fucking derailed. I do think praying and stuff like that is a form of Christian I mean, um, fucking witchcraft. <laughs> magic is magic. for my um outburst i just get very passionate passionate yeah about um you know when people are judged on their beliefs in a hateful way um which is why i have a lot of animosity towards the christian religion not christians but the christian religion because there's so much hate there and i just don't like it so i do want to apologize um if I said anything hateful or if I offended anybody, those are just, that came from a very, um, passionate, animalistic part of my inner being. So, we're moving on to types of witches. Witches! Fuck yes. All right, so, um, I have a few. We have the traditional witch. Um, traditional witches are witches who have a base in the history of witchcraft and the old witchcraft that came from that came before Wicca, they are historically and traditionally. I'm sorry. They take a historical or traditional approach um, to their practice, and also will study their ancestors or other forklow for forklow forklow forklow. <laughs> are you licensed to operate that forklow? <laughs> Or they're not going to believe it's me. Okay. <laughs> I love you. They forgot where the fuck we were reading from. All right. Traditional so they study their ancestors or other folklore. Folklore. I got you. Folklore. Why is that word so hard? Why can't I say folklore? Thank you. Folk-lore. Right? Folklore. Um, attached to witchcraft. Man. Um, traditional witches want to honor the, quote, old ways, um, before practicing their craft and will often focus on working with, um, the local history and spirits of where they are or where they came from. Um, while these witches do old history and customs in high regard, they are absolutely contemporary witches practicing today. Now, one thing I do want to say with no matter what, you don't have to be a type of witch, Right? So the... the, Labels are for soup cans. Exactly. So the whole type of witch thing just kind of helps you... um, Because, you know, um, witchcraft in general is a journey. That's why you have the Book of Shadows, to, like, kind of follow your journey. Um, If you... It's what you feel called to. Um, Like, what you really feel called to. Not like, oh, I like the water or the ocean because it makes me happy. Do you actually, in your gut, in your loins, in your heart, feel a pulling towards the ocean or the sea? Um, You know, is your, like, same thing with Kitchen Witch. Like, that's where, like, my pool has always been to, no matter what, make my house my sanctuary and make it my safe space. 
Um, so now with certain types of witches, you can still practice in other things. Right. You know? It's a lot of times it's just not necessarily, the, it's not that you have to put a label on yourself. Right. It's just by it can looking into studies. it. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. It can focus your studies and help guide you down your own personal path and help right. you find things that um, speak to you. Yeah. So like just because you're like a, a sea witch or a traditional witch doesn't mean that you can't practice herbal. Like, mm-hmm. you can't practice the herbal teas. Um, you know, I I am a kitchen witch, but I prefer, like, I like, I'm, I'm currently, I don't know if I like it or not yet, but I am currently starting my rather slow journey on tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, that's something I just want to try. Like, and I do want to learn a couple different things, and but that's the thing in, witchcraft is you're always going to learn you know you fill up that book of shadows start another one and so so book of shadows versus grimoire did you know there's a difference yes but go ahead so i mean i'm sure that there is more to it but in summation i've always been under the impression that a book of shadows is geared more towards the actual um practice of and belief of wicca whereas a grimoire is more witches in general um so the book of shadows like guides you on you put things in there like to guide you on your path and recipes and rituals and um traditions and holidays and such of the wicca religion whereas a grimoire is more spell work um potion ingredients kind of like your own little scrapbook I guess you could say of right your craft and see what I've always kind of understood because you know um I I'm not Wiccan correct like I can I'm not Wiccan um but I have a book of of shadows right um so what I've always kind of understood is the book of shadows is um your cliff notes Right? Like, that's all your notes that you've learned from your journey. Like, okay, so for this spell, you need X, Y, Z. Um, so you can write down that spell in your grimoire, but then in your Book of Shadows, it's like I got X here. This is how I got here. This is what it does. This is why it works for this spell. So it's like all your extra little, like, learning notes and stuff like that. Like your um, journey to perfecting the particular exactly okay yeah exactly so um you can um not be wiccan and have both a book of shadows and a grimoire i am not at the grimoire part in my life yet i do kind of feel it coming but i don't think it's going to be here for like another year or two so um moving on to sea witch a sea witch has strong ties to the water and the ocean and uses that element very often in her practice his or her practice (laughs) Um, sea and ocean magic will also will often use sand, shells, driftwood, and other elements that come from that place. Raptor, he just got another toy out after I took the other one away for interrupting <laughs> Ashley. Sea witches feel connected to the water, and there's that fucking word again: ancient folklore hey. and sirens, etc. Um, so then we have kitchen witch, also known sometimes as a hearth witch or a home witch. Kitchen witches create most of their magic in the home or in the kitchen. 
They're very home-based, often incredibly nurturing, and love to make their home a truly special and sacred space. Um, kitchen witches love to cook and brew and use herbs, sometimes gather from their own garden. That's the something I don't possess because I have a black fucking thumb. Um, when practicing, they <laughs> combine you, their own personal... Did you ever watch... I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> did you ever watch that movie, uh, Troll in Central Park? No. Okay, it was like, I think it was actually made in the late 80s or the early 90s, but I remember watching it as a kid, and essentially there's this troll, and he, like, has a green thumb, and it glows all pretty and green, and wherever he touches that thumb, like, green life happens, and, like, this magic follows him, and, but then, like, this witch, like, puts a curse on him or something. Like, this bad witch, like, puts some kind of curse on him or something, and his green thumb turns black, and so then everything he touches just, like, turns to rot. I'm that troll. Yeah, you're the troll. I'm this <laughs> Central Park troll. <laughs> Man. I'm even tall enough to be the Central Park troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to rewatch that so movie. So I don't know what witch I pissed off, but please give me my green thumb back. Um, so when practicing, they combine their own personal and individual magic energy with essential herbs, oils, food, everyday objects to create their spells, rituals, and magic. Um, again, that's just kind of base practice, you know. Um, sometimes you have to get others. Um, hedge witch. Hedge witches practice what's known as, quote, hedge jumping which is venturing out of this world into the other world and to the other world. Hedge witches can communicate with the spiritual world and send messages between both worlds. Hedge witches practice that's hard hedge with the more I say it, the more it sounds like not a word. Like fork, fork. Yeah. Hedge fork. witches. Hedge witches. All right, practice astral projection as well as work with herbs and earth-based magic. But what makes them specifically a hedge witch is their ability... Rude! My laptop just shut off. Is their ability to cross the, quote, hedge, a.k.a. the boundary between this world and the spirit world. Um, it's thought that the flying on the broomstick... My tongue is, like, filled with sand right now. Is your tongue feeling real thick? <laughs> That was your most creepy redneck man voice I've ever heard in my entire life. You got a pretty mouth, boy. All right, fuck me running backwards upstairs. Okay, um, it's thought that the flying on a broomstick legend was a misunderstanding based on the hedge, which is flying into the spiritual realm, which we also know is not 100% true because we know why they fly on broomsticks vaginally and anally. <laughs> They need to make a drawing of that. Like, could you imagine a little kid running around with a fucking Halloween bucket and a witch oh with a God. broomstick sticking out her ass? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. That broke me. That's so funny. It just, like, broke. <laughs> Man, that would be a really interesting... So, okay. That would be a really interesting candy bucket. I'm... I'm thinking about just, like, a costume in general. So, a friend of mine, um, I'm not sure if she would want me to say her name about this or not. So, I'll just say my friend. Yeah. We were at a Halloween party, and she was dressed as a kitty cat. 
And her tail was a butt plug. I was just about to say, I wonder if you could cut part of the broom off and, and attach and that butt plug thing. Because she wore that tail all... She didn't sit down very much. But uh, <laughs> she wore that tail all night long. And I had no idea that it was a butt plug until somebody said something. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, girl. Like, that's why my skirt's kind of going up in the back. It's just chilling. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought so too. So now I'm like having visions. I mean, not for me. I don't think I could do that. But um, you can walk around with a broomstick up your ass. No, <laughs> no, I can't. I've completely broken me. I mean, All seriousness out the fucking window. Sorry, folks. Y'all I've, come here. I've for done a, a lot of wild anyways. things, but uh, I don't think that I could. I don't think I could maneuver with a broom hanging out my butt. <laughs> could you wait until maybe after I take a drink of something? <laughs> Because it almost came out of my nose and my fucking tear ducts. Uh, <laughs> Very much. Speaking of projections. Mm. <laughs> right. I was like, wait, we talked about projections? A little bit. Right. Okay. Moving on. <clears throat> Elemental witch. Elemental witches study and practice based on the four elements. Earth, air, wind, and fire. And elemental magic is work based on and honoring each element. Um, an elemental witch may have an altar with each specific element. Elemental witches call the elements when casting spells, performing rituals, and may even have an element they personally identify with and work towards finding. Do you think elemental witches have the periodic table oh. in their Book of Shadows or their grimoire? No. So here's my thing with elemental witch. Coraline wants to know. I should have read this before I said it because I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me, right? Please, move. excuse me. Um, I feel, well, because when you cast a circle, you call the elements anyways, you know? So, like, I mean, any type of witch would be considered an elemental witch to some degree. I think it would because depend you on walk the path. Out and you ground. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I would have no path if it wasn't for all four of the elements. You know? Like that... Five, technically. Well, exactly. Sorry. We just... We're, we're breaking these in... We're breaking <laughs> these people into this. <laughs> we're not going to blow their mind with spirit yet. Um, so, while we're on that, really quick. The symbol of the pentagram, the five-point star, um, is not symbolic of the devil or whatever you want to... In pentacle. In pentacle, whatever you uh, want to associate it with or have associated it with. The five-point star is symbolic of the five elements being earth, water, raptors. Okay. All right. The one time I speak tonight <laughs> and there's balls just falling <laughs> everywhere. Balls dropping. Go ahead, I'm paying attention. Earth, fire, water, air, and spirit. Correct. So, elemental witches. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just had to say I have a fun fact about pentacles and pentagrams. You do have a fun fact. It was a perfect fact. Um, yeah, no, elemental, I, I mean, I'm sure there is, um, there are people that practice solely using the elements. Um, but I think that's kind of in everybody's, um, practice, you know, mm -hmm. 
That's just my opinion. But I'm not a uh, expert. Um, so then you have ceremonial witch. Um, ceremonial witches may have practices, but ceremonies and rituals are practices they hold. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I feel like this is not written correctly. Um, <laughs> so ceremonial witches, basically what this is saying is that, you know, they have many practices. Um, ceremonies and rituals, however, are what they hold in a really high regard. So mm-hmm. like, that's what, um, they really focus on. Ceremonial magic is worked into most of the elements in their practice, Um, They likely work a ritual or ceremony into whatever they're casting or trying to accomplish. Ceremonial witches often call to specific beings, spiritual entities, to assist them um, with whatever they're casting. What I think in this is, so before I really need to do anything, even if it is just really focusing in on intent, I stop, I breathe, you know, I call whichever particular element could help me at that time. Um, usually one, what I usually do is I use the one that's, if I'm helping a person, um, if I can't focus on their face, I focus on their sign, like whatever element their sign holds. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll just kind of ask for assistance there. I breathe, I relax, I clear my head. Um, and then I send whatever I need to send. Right. So I feel like what this says is a lot like ceremonial witches are somebody that has to cast that circle for everything or like has to have like cast a circle to read tarot cards every single time instead of, you know, just being able to like sit and very, focus. Right. They hear, uh, there's like a method to their madness and it's very methodical and right. Well, um, like that detailed. meme that I put on Facebook the other day that said like other witches oh. and then it said that they have like in a in a methodic romantic beautiful language flowery like, words flowery words i cast out these negative blah 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 and then it's like me all right you motherfuckers <laughs> this is my house get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out. Like, <laughs> anything negative you're not welcome here leave me the fuck alone today like i read that meme in your voice yes and absolutely. i like <laughs> i like goose laughed i honked <laughs> Well, so did she. So, I mean, it fucking, it works. I'm definitely not a a ceremonial witch. I will um, do ceremonies. I love doing them. The energy is just sick around them, and it's amazing. Um, I I will do them. Definitely not something I do every day. Um, And they're draining, so. All right, moving on. Green witch, which is something I'm definitely not. They're also called garden witches or forest witches. Green witches are highly connected to the earth and the energy that it possesses. They may have their own garden where they grow their own herbs, but they also study their area and practice with local plants and their own environment. Um, they also use plants a lot in their spells and magic and sometimes even in their cooking or in their home. So that's where we get the green witch and the kitchen witch kind of crossed. Um, they're often very natural and love to be in nature wearing anything, quote, green, which is plants, trees, flowers, etc. Um, they do this to be closer to Mother Nature and the spirit she encompasses as much as possible. And you see, nature is my church. Right. right. So while I spend so much time in my home making my home like a safe place and a, a blessed, protected place, like I get a lot of my energy and... Um, just inspiration and comfort from nature. Yeah. I mean, and it's very grounding. The other day, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. Um, I felt like, like I could feel things kind of festering and like the, just the aura of my house. And, 
Um, there were, it was, everything was kind of high anxiety, kind of negative. Um, so I just went outside. It was me and Grunt and I had to breathe for a second, right? So I was standing on my sidewalk and Grunt like circled me to hurt me. I knew what he was doing. And I stood in the middle of my backyard <laughs> barefoot and I just stopped and it was sprinkling. It wasn't raining. It feels so good. Right. So you always, it's always good to ground. Do you smell that petrichor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So then we have Hereditary Witch. A Hereditary Witch is one that was born into witchcraft. This is a part of their family and or lineage. Their magic and practice were passed down from previous generations, though they may work with their own individual practices um, as well um, as, you know, working with the family. Um, they do have a choice. So um, you have to want to do anything whenever it comes to witchcraft. You can't just do it because it's a routine. Like you, because mm -hmm. if you don't focus in on it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Um, that's one reason why it's good to keep, you know, a specific broom or broomstick close to or around your altar. Because anytime you cast a circle, you want to make sure that you sweep away all that stagnant energy mm -hmm. that just comes up from, you know, just daily life. Um, or maybe an old spell that you didn't, you know, really clean up afterwards, or maybe that energy was still there. Um, so hereditary witches must be born into witchcraft, but if you do not choose to practice um, your craft, you won't still be a hereditary witch. So I guess once you leave, you're not considered a hereditary witch. I need to proofread some of these things. I think it would just be like... Or like you can't come back? No, I don't... Because that's kind of dickish. No, I don't think it's like Scientology. I think it's... Right. <laughs> I think it's more like, okay, this is the this is the path that you've chosen. I don't... I mean, I'm not speaking for every hereditary witch. I don't really know anything about hereditary witches, but I would imagine that that's just something that's very sacred to your to your family. And so if you chose not to practice, I imagine it would, um, you know, ruffle a few feathers, but I don't imagine anyone, um, because with most witchcraft, it's do, do as you will, but harm none. Mm -hmm. So you have the free will, but don't harm anyone. And so I imagine if, you know, you have the free will to decide whether or not you want to follow on your family's path or not. Right. But I don't think you would be shunned. I feel like if you just needed to, you know, go spread your wings and learn some life lessons. I think right. I'm sure that your family would be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Okay, come on. We'll, yeah. we'll help you start from the ground up. That's true. I don't know. We need to look into that. So these next four are um, ones that I can... They all carry a very, like, two of them. No. Let's see. All of these are actually going to explain me a little bit. One of them holds a very sacred place in my heart, only because the stars and astrology is amazing to me. Um, so that brings us into cosmic witches. They're contemporary witches who, looked into the co who look into the cosmos, astrology, and astronomy, um, and work those elements and celestial... <laughs> There's not a W in that word, by the way. Celeste Wheel is what I was trying to say. Celeste oh, Wheel. Okay. Celeste Wheel. Um, <laughs> celestial. Celestial. Energy into their practice, also called, quote, star witches. These witches often follow the planets and the alignment of the stars and base their spells and rituals on different placements. I need to talk to our friend um, Clarissa. 
yeah about this yeah she's super into all of astrology and stars and elements and energy and everything and every time we have one of our talks like it just goes that direction and i always get cosmic witch vibes off of her right i don't think she's necessarily i think she's made that connection yeah but yeah um, she's i think there might be a little bit of an uh intimidation to cross that boundary because of her family background yeah um i mean i could I could feel it when she was with me. I knew you could. Yeah. So, um, secular witch. Secular witches cast spells, use crystals, herbs, oils, and candles, but they don't attach spirituality to their practice. Mm -hmm. Secular witches do not worship a deity or a higher being. Their practice is entirely non-religious. They don't believe in power beyond energy or that there is energy in their work. This isn't to say that a secular witch can't be spiritual. It's simply that their work is not. Um, they're two... They, the two are entirely separate. Um, so this was me for a while. Um, I was always kind of spiritual, but I just kind of like sat with myself and used my own energy to push. Um, but then I realized that um, for more intense purposes, I did need to go ahead and focus on higher energy sources but we're not going to get into that um solitary witch a solitary witch can be absolutely any type of witch um they choose to practice alone rather than with a coven um this could be by choice or because they haven't found a group to work with yet there are also legends that solitary witches are reincarnation of witches who have been practicing for generations and at puberty their knowledge is awakened um, since they already cool. remember and understand the craft, um, their need for a coven is less than a newer witch. Um, one thing that I was talking to a friend of mine, and she had made a comment that she wanted to start practicing, but she doesn't have a coven. And I told her, I said, you don't, that's not how it goes. You know, like, I practice by myself. I mean, it was just very recently that a coven even came into my realm of options. I was um, just about to say realm. Stop. So weird. Stop. Get out of there. That's a scary place. You don't hang out in my head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's important to... I think it's important to do things solitary. Fuck, you masturbate for self-love. Fucking practice. You know, like... You do your fucking spells, and because sometimes, I don't know, we do spells that other people might judge us for, or whatever. Um, or you can just make yourself stronger. When you're getting a coven, you just help bring shit to the fucking table. That's what I think. I think you yeah. should always practice by yourself and with. I think that both have their advantages. Right. Last. Last. Which type? Kind of goes for everybody in this room, actually. Um, an eclectic witch. An eclectic witch does not have one set religion, practice, tradition, or culture that they pull from. Their practice derives from many sources and ultimately becomes the witch's own. Um, they may worship a higher being. They may practice primary, primarily secular. Or it might be um, its own kind of spiritual um, an eclectic witch ultimately does makes their own rules and their, with their practice, and it's entirely unique based on the individual witch. Um, so there's not just like witches, 
man. There's different. There's a lot types. more to it. Right. Um, no, we don't. I'm going to say this and then you're going to laugh really hard because two out of the three people in here do. No, we don't all have black cats that just like hang around our fucking house. Common misconception. Ignore my Halloween cats. I have a black and a fucking orange one. Um, Technically, I, I guess Coraline could be my little orange cat. I do. I have Halloween cats and I'm so excited about it. Luna, we both got one, and the fact that both of our black cats are named Luna. I didn't name my cat, it's not my choice. Hmm. Don't me, I would have named her something different. I call her Lunatic. She has... I call mine Lunatic. (laughs) Ah! Ah! Well, her full name, so I found her during Harvey. Yes. So I found her during a storm. Right. So her name is Luna, the Lunatic Stormborn of the house Kroll Ayala, Mother of Mice, Breaker of Collars. All right. She's got a full-ass title. That's intense. Yeah. But, yeah, so there are stereotypes um, we want to stay away from because they're kind of shitty. Like, one of the girls at work keeps going on and on about how she looks really bad in pictures, and she's like, bleh, bleh, look like a witch. And I'm like, fucking offended, bitch. Like, Rude. <laughs> And I tell her all the time, it's Michelle. Sweet, sweet Michelle. Oh, and Michelle. And so, of course, she gets all tongue-tied, and she's like, well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> well, that's what you said. Like, jeez. Now, if we could all live in the swamp, and that's Swamp which is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, there's a whole lot of different types that we Oh, yeah, that's definitely. Even, we, I like, yeah, we, we, we uh, didn't even scratch the surface. We just kind of tapped it. Which is what we wanted to do. Yeah, to, you know, sink our claws in and get you interested. Right. Because we have a whole nother slew. I mean, this is going to be... Oh, the witch trials could my, be a fucking the podcast The witch trials, um, altars. Right. Different, Casting. Different deities, different um, mythology and things like that. Right, right. Oh, different types of spell work. Um, it could be a whole podcast in and of itself. A whole podcast in and of itself. Well, it's a good thing that we just have all the time in the world for this. I know. That's why we post, like, once a month. Hey. (laughs) Hey. I will get better, I promise. I will get better. I will do better. We will do this more. What are we talking about next week? Ooh. Right? What are we going to talk about next week? Put you on the spot. Ouch. I just ran my fucking nails all the way up my new tattoo, and that hurt. Oh, you that and those are brand new nails, right. too. So they don't even have that, like, keyboard right. blunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that hurt. Okay. You pulled the Got thing. it. Christy, what are we talking about next week? We are talking about the history of Halloween. All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. It will post October 1st. That's my best friend's birthday. Happy birthday, best friend. Happy birthday, Danny. Um, super excited. Super, super excited. I'm getting really close to my birthday, too. I know. I know. So, um, the month of October and Halloween is when the veil is at its thinnest for those who practice or believe, um, or don't, because it's thin regardless of if you believe or not. Um, the air just feels different. Right. So, um, today is the first day of fall. Did you know that? It's the 22nd, by the way. It's Tuesday, uh, November. It's Tuesday, (laughs) September 22nd, and it is the first day of fall, so happy fall. Happy fall. Yeah, super excited. It's raining. It's gross outside, and I'm sick and tired of this rain. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I've been just 
eating it up like catnip. Well, not I, but I'm getting tired of it. I like it because it's a good temperature and it's raining. I hate whenever it's cold and raining. Yeah. Unless I'm like snuggled up with like tea and some good books or something. That's different. You're you're a whole ass aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) It's so annoying, right? You're a whole ass like Instagram aesthetic. (laughs) It is so annoying. It's so fantastic. All right. I'm a TikTok witch and I don't even have a TikTok. Right. Thanks for listening. We um, love hear you. about witches and creepy shit. And if you didn't know that we're all witches, well, now you fucking do. Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. All right. I hope you enjoyed. Bye. We will talk to y'all soon. Goodbye, darklings.